I'm Lynn Borton, host of Choose to be Curious, here with your morning dose of curiosity to go. Richard Feynman, the remarkable genius, really, physicist, teacher, and raconteur, said, study hard what interests you the most in the most undisciplined, irreverent, and original manner possible. This week's show is pretty much in that spirit. It was kind of a wild card. I went looking for someone to talk about the language we use to express curiosity, wonder, awe, interest, whatever else. But Tanya Howe, professor of language and literature at Marymount University, took me way beyond what I expected. One of the things about curiosity is that the, the dominant sort of meaning has to has to do with this sort of um, inquisitive quality, mm-hmm. and and it typically has at least historically speaking, right, a kind of condemnatory sort of... Right, it's got an edge to it. Yeah, exactly, yeah, right? Yeah, it's it's sort of trying to, to learn what somebody has no right to know. It, curiosity as a kind of undisciplined form of knowing, right, mm-hmm. gets, mm-hmm. gets sort of uh, policed, right, in part by labeling it a kind of feminine thing. Whereas if it's appropriate, right, seeking of knowledge, then, then it's, it's explore then it's, science. Or, right. Then it's yeah, science, right? It's lawful, yep. right? Yep. It's, it's, uh, and like I said, I mean, I do think that there's, there's clearly an ideological function I and mean, representation has a big role to play here. And the literature that we consume and the, the sort of ideas that we imbibe, right? The, the pictures, right? Mm-hmm. That we, that mm-hmm. we believe in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that goes a long way to, you know, telling us what we should do and what we should not do, right? right. How we should be and how we should not be, right? right what those boundaries look like and are, you know? So I think of the story of Eve, for instance, which is like the first the first curiosity story. Right, that our, we, first explorer, take, right? Our, our first explorer, right, is a woman. Our first explorer is a woman, and she gets blamed for those exactly, explorations. Exactly, But it uh, all turns out in the end, right? I, I, well, <laughs> I guess it depends who you ask, but... I've been producing and hosting Choose to be Curious, a show all about curiosity, for more than a year here on WERA. And I had certainly thought about Eve, but I confess I had never really focused on this idea of curiosity as a feminist issue. But that's what's fun about a show that's dedicated to going unexpected places. And when I thought about it, I realized that one of my very early guests, neuroanatomist and TED Talk superstar, Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor, had touched on another female icon when we talked about what's going on with the brain circuitry when it comes to curiosity. You know, I've, I've just started um, uh, ex- re-exploring the Nancy Drew book series. Did you read those when you were young? You know, I never did, but oh, I guess wonderful. I should, huh? They're wonderful, and I'm looking at it from a, a variety. I found, you know, I'm cleaning out my mother's house, and I, I found a couple of these books, and I thought, yeah, I'm going to read one. And so I'm looking at it from a, a culture, an entire culture that has been stimulating little girls for over 50 years, mm. and it's all about the clue. Uh-huh. And from that clue, we do something with it. We either drop the clue and forget about it and move on to something else, or we explore the clue. And it is that willingness to be curious about how does this clue relate to the next piece of learning. And I think that curiosity, a life without curiosity is going to be a a life of only familiar. And in Mm. familiar, there's just not that impetus, that that stimulant that says, I I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. 
you know, and I think living life as I got to, I mean, look at you, you got to, you got to study, you got to do what you're doing now, you know, and it, it, it keeps life interesting, it helps add, add meaning, uh, and it's a marvelous part of who we are. Curiosity is that impetus to say, I'm willing to look at new information in a new different, in a new way, as opposed to the same old, same old structure of what I define as right and wrong and good and bad. Uh, and uh-huh. but but it has to come, in my opinion. It's the circuitry stems from the right brain, and then it infuses throughout our entire our entire being. But when you consider how vast our entire being is. Our entire being in, includes the part of me when I'm laying in bed getting ready to go to sleep mm-hmm. or uh, while I'm feeding my dog. You know, what am I doing? What part of my mind is being stimulated it, versus when I'm at work and I'm driving for, toward detail or I'm working a math problem? Uh, I mean, where does a math problem actually get worked? Because I can do so much and then I get stumped and then I get away from it and somehow or another I find an answer. Well, where did I find that from? And then I go back into that circuitry and plug that in, but then I'm stumped again, and so I have to get away from it again in order to get my new my new possibilities. Uh-huh. But so so it is this all infused. I mean, you picked a big subject <laughs> for for your, well, your program. <laughs> you know, I don't think your audience is ever going to get bored because everybody's <laughs> going to have something to say about curiosity. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. Choose to be curious is a show all about curiosity. We explore research and theory, but mostly it's conversations about how curiosity shows up in work and life. You can catch the full feminist exploration with Tanya Howe Wednesday morning at 10 or Friday afternoon at 2.30. And you can listen to Jill and any of my other previous interviews online, on demand, at WERA.FM or on my website, choosetobecurious.com. Special thanks once again to Sean Ballack for his original music. More of that on my website, too. And check out the curiosity links and resources on my Facebook page, Choose to be Curious, and follow me on Twitter at choose number two, letter B, curious. And as you go into your day, how might you stretch those brain synapses to study hard what interests you most in the most undisciplined, irreverent, and original manner possible. And let me know what you think. Is curiosity a feminist issue? Go ahead. Choose to be curious. Something like that kind of.